0: Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you live your healthiest and leanest life on a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. This is where you'll learn how to thrive on plants, disease-proof your body, and unlock your true inner potential. I am your host, Lucky Seawine, and let's get into the show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, I wanna share with you the main concept That will allow you to achieve success in your transformation, but also in any other area of your life. The concept that is going to allow you to become the person that you need to become to reach the goals that you want to accomplish. And it all comes down to adaptability. That is the key to achieving success. It is adaptability. It is deeply ingrained in you as a human. It's what allowed us to survive for thousands of years. It is adaptability. So here's what I mean by that. And I'm going to share it with you in different contexts. And if you understand this concept truly, you'll understand how easy it is to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish and, and what you need to go through in order for you to become the person that you need to be to reach the goals that you want to reach, right? So, because your body is wired for adaptability, is wired for survival, that is the main reason why people can't lose fat. And here's what I mean by that. If you're like the majority of the world and you always try losing fat with some of those like quick schemes of severely restricting your calories, doing a bunch of exercise, you're creating a massive deficit in your body in terms of energy through exercise and through nutrition. But because your body's only job is to survive, it will adapt to whatever you give it. So it sees like, okay, we're putting out all this energy. We're taking in this little energy through nutrition. It understands that in a long-term projection, it's not going to be able to survive. So what your body does is that it slows down your metabolism It starts shutting down different systems in your body. Maybe you don't blink as much. Maybe you don't move your hands as much when you're talking. Maybe you just move less throughout the day because your body is just slowing everything down to preserve its energy so that it can survive for a long time. One of the other things it's going to do is that it's going to store more fat through the small amount of nutrition you're taking in because fat is energy and it wants to have energy in the long term to survive. So it's going to store more fat and it's going to hold on to more fat, right? Because it's all it's doing. It's simply adapting to what you are giving. It's adapting to its environment and it's basically storing and holding on to fat in order to allow you to survive in the long run but you see how it can be counterproductive to the goal of you wanting to lose fat and improving your body composition. That's why with our members, we go very slow with the fat loss, right? With a hundred calorie decrease, you can lose five pounds sometimes, which people are going to sometimes remove 500 calories in order to lose that five pounds. The smaller decreases you make every time your body has to adapt to those decreases and require a change from the body. When you apply a lot of different changes to the body, It's going to be very exhausting and tiring to the body to adapt to it. But if you leave it enough time, it will adapt. So here's why you shouldn't remove a bunch of calories to your nutrition and add a bunch of cardio every time you want to lose fat, because eventually your body is going to adapt to it. Like, yes, it's a bigger deficit of energy through nutrition. It's a bigger deficit of energy through your additional workouts that you're doing. But eventually your body will adapt because that's literally what it's the best It's adapting for survival. So what happens when it adapts to a 500 calorie deficit and six uh, sessions of one hour of cardio per week? and it slows down the metabolism to adapt to that, well, eventually you have to cut more food. You have to add more cardio so that your body has something to adapt to. The transformation process is literally just an adaptation game. All right. Same thing with reverse dieting. When your metabolism slowed down through you creating your calorie deficit and doing a bunch of exercise, which is normal when you do a, a, a cut, when you do a shift in body composition, your metabolism slows down because you're going a deficit. If you do in a smart way, you can maximize how little food you have to remove in order to lose the weight. But basically, at the end of your cut, you have the body that you want, you're eating a specific amount of food, doing a specific amount of cardio, which is usually higher than normal. When you reverse diet is you slowly add food on a weekly basis and slowly decrease your cardio as you progress in your reverse diet and you give your body a chance to adapt to every increase in food and to every decrease in cardio that you're doing. So that eventually, for like some of our members, grab Lisa, for example, she lost 50 pounds. And when she came in, she was eating 1,500 calories. We got her to lose 50 pounds by creating a deficit and changing her cardio. But then when she lost the 50 pounds, she was eating at 2,400 calories to maintain her new body, right? And she was doing three sessions of 30 minutes of cardio per week. So less cardio, a lot more food, and she lost 50 pounds and she was able to, to maintain enough, right? Another scenario where adaptation is the key process behind having success and transformation is through your workout. I don't know if you guys noticed, but if you do the same workout over and over and over again, eventually your body adapts to it and it becomes very efficient at performing the movement. Now, if you're not training from a performance standpoint, that's a terrible thing, right? You want your body to be inefficient at exercise. So what I mean by that is you want your body to be like a Hummer, not like a Prius. Right. The longer you train at a specific workout, your body becomes more like a Prius, meaning it burns less and less calories to perform those movements. If the goal is fat loss and improving your shift and uh, and shifting your body composition, you want to be inefficient like a Hummer. You just want to burn through energy. Right. So you can burn more fat. So that's why with our members, we change our workouts every single four weeks, right? So for four weeks, they have time to make some progression and become stronger in their lifts and build some muscle. And then we change it up again, just a new shock for the body. So the body has something new to adapt to. And then we do that every four weeks, new adaptation, new adaptation, new stress or new adaptation all the time. Because if you do the same workout all the time, eventually your body will become very efficient at it which is a bad thing from a transformation standpoint. Now, if you look at it from a performance standpoint, it's an amazing thing that the body becomes more efficient. If you look at when I was competing in Ironman and triathlon back in the days, you want your body to become efficient at running, swimming, and biking. It's been so long that I've done it, I said it in the wrong orders. Sorry, it's swimming, biking, and running. It's been a while since I've done races, all right? You want your body to become like a Prius at swimming, biking, and running because you don't want your body to burn as much calories as when you First, started your training because that means you're going to have to eat more food during the race in order to fuel it. You want to be faster, more efficient. You need to burn less calories in order to more efficiently perform the movement. So, from a, a performance standpoint, efficiency is great. From a body composition standpoint, and losing fat and building muscle, we want inefficiency. So, your body always has to adapt to something new. Now, same thing for your life, right? I'll just use that outside of fitness and nutrition. You probably have several stressors in your life right now. Maybe you have kids, you have a stressful job, you have mortgage, more bill payments than the you of 10 years ago. So now if I am to go back in time, grab the you from 10 years ago and put you in the position that you're in now, you would probably, the you from 10 years ago would probably crumble under pressure because it couldn't handle the pressure of everything that you have going on right now. But the truth is, and without you realizing it, is throughout these past 10 years, you've been adapting to new levels of stress. You've been adapting to new realities of life to make you the person that you are now that is allowing you to stand in the position that you are now, all right? If I give your mortgage, your responsibility with your kids, with your family, the stress of being able to provide for a family to the 20-year-old you, you probably crumble under the pressure like, oh my God, I don't know how to deal with all of this. But the reality is, is you adapted throughout time. So adaptation is the key to you being able to be in a more stressful position, which a situation that is more stressful is not necessarily a bad thing, right? Like you... When you were 20 versus you now with a family and kids and a mortgage and having to provide for a family, those are not bad stressors. Those are good stressors. You get to have a family. You get to provide for your family and live a quality family life. That is not a bad stressor, but you needed to become that person. I was able to handle that. And that all came through the process of adaptation. Same thing for people that build businesses, right? When you first start off a business and you make, I don't know, $30,000 for your first year versus you... 10 years on the line when you're making $5 million per year. Well, if I were to grab you making $30,000 per year and I put you in the shoes of you making $5 million per year, you're going to make a lot of stupid mistakes and you're going to be very stressed with the amount of people that you have to manage and all the workload that comes from making $5 million a year. So the process of you growing your company from $30,000 to $5 million You're going to go through obstacles, challenges, hire people, fire people, train people. You're going to to build different stages of systems of your company, and you're going to become better, better, better at dealing with those situations. Again, adaptation process. So now that we've seen it from a business standpoint, from a family personal standpoint, from a nutrition and training standpoint, now I want you to understand this. Every time you set a goal for yourself, the only thing that needs to happen is that you need to become the person that will be able to stand in the position of the goal that you want to accomplish as an example, you're 50 pounds overweight, you want to be 50 pounds lighter with a lean stomach, and be able to run a half marathon do you now cannot do that even if I was to snap my fingers give you the body and the muscular endurance to run that long, you would not be able to sustain it because you haven't gone through the journey. That's going to allow you to build the right habits, develop the right decision-making skills, and the right mindset in order to live and sustain that place and that goal. So you going through the journey is extremely important. That's why I hate 30-day challenges and juice cleanses and all that shit because it's not allowing you to develop who you actually need to become to live in the place of having the goals that you want. You need to go through that process. You need to adapt to those higher levels of stress and knowledge to live in that position. So every time you set a goal for yourself, understand that you are not the right person to live in that place or that goal. You're not the the right person right now to be fit and healthy, right? You have it in you, but you currently do not have the habits and mindset in order to be there. But know that you can acquire those things very easily simply by going through the process. Whether it's going through the process on your own, or whether it is by going with a mentor, if you're going for like business or finances, whether it's my coaches, if you're gonna do in the fitness and nutrition realm, having guidance makes a world of a difference because it prevents you from making really stupid mistakes that are gonna cost you time and money, right? Hiring a coach actually saves you money because of all the dumb mistakes you would have made by not having a coach. I've saved thousands and thousands of dollars by hiring mentors and coaches in my life because I did it by myself at first. And I realized all the stupid mistakes that I made, all the supplements that I bought, all the fad diets that I tried, all the workout programs that I tried actually costed me more than if I would have hired a coach in the first place. That's why now when I have a specific goal, I hire a mentor, a coach specifically for that field. I don't even waste time trying to figure it out on my own. I just hire the person that's been through it. That's made all the mistake that's cost them a lot of money and time. They just tell me what to do and I just do it. All right. So we're going off track a little bit here, but going back to adaptation, every time you have a goal, understand that you have to go through that journey. There is no shortcut to you getting the thing that you want. You have to go to to the journey in order to be able to hit your goal and sustain it. Everything is possible for you as long as you're willing to go through the journey so you can... Go through that process of adaptation to stand in a position that you want. That's why when I set a goal, I know that I'm going to reach every goal that I set for myself because I'm going to show up relentlessly. I'm going to take imperfect action every single day. And every time I take imperfect action, I'm going to make really stupid mistakes. I'm going to acquire a lot of pressure from it. I'm going to be forced to grow and I'm going to adapt. And once I'm adapted to that level, I'm going to take more action, probably going to mess up a bunch more, learn from those mistakes, adapt, and then keep progressing. That's why taking imperfect action and consistently showing up are the recipe for your reaching the thing that you want. And that whole process of taking imperfect action and showing up consistently will require adaptation from you, which will bring you to where you want to. So never be afraid of the goals that you set for yourself because you can accomplish absolutely every single one of them. I just want to record this little podcast because it's kind of like, honestly, that's what I think of every time I set a goal for myself. Who do I need to become? What journey do I need to go through? What do I need to adapt to in order to become the person that can reach that goal? That's all I think of every time I reach a goal. I don't think about reverse Uh, engineering the steps and all that. I hire a coach or a mentor to tell me that, but I'm just thinking like, what process do I need to go through to become the right person to be in that position? I I just right now, as a disclaimer. I'm sitting in my new house in Los Angeles and just looking around like, how did I get here? (laughs) How did I end up in this position, right? That I'm in, in my life. I look back 10 years ago, what I was doing, the things that I wanted to accomplish. I couldn't even imagine having the life that I have now. And that was all because I lived every step of the process. I've lived in my car. I've like, I just, I did really, I was really, really broke for a really, really long time. And I had to go through that process to become strong enough to become the person I am today and stand in the position that I am today. I had a lot of life challenges that came at me throughout my life and allowed me to be who I am now, right? Because I adapted to those challenges and I stepped up every single time and I want you to step up every single time. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're vegan, obviously it's probably where you're listening to this episode and you want to transform your body, you're ready to step up. You're ready to go through the journey that's going to allow you to finally become who you need to become to be fit and healthy and have everything that you want in your life. And you want guidance because you don't want to lose time. You don't want to lose money. You want a no guesswork process of someone's going to guide you, tell you exactly what to do and get you there in no time, then what I invite you to do is there's a link down below in the show notes for the podcast. You can just apply on there. We have a few spots available for a fit vegan coaching program. It is not just a training nutrition program. We focus a lot on mindset and accountability because that's what makes a world of a difference in people succeeding in their transformation. If you don't need any accountability, go Google off a workout plan off Google and a meal plan. Follow that. Let me know how it goes. But if you want accountability and you're serious about transforming, click that link down there. Or you can head over to my Instagram. Just send me a private message. Tell me you're interested in some coaching. Love to have a conversation with you. See if you'd be a good fit and see if you have the right mindset in order to get this done. Guys, I hope you appreciate it. uh, This episode, if you want to hear more like that, be sure to let me know on social media. Be sure to share it on there and on YouTube. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucky Siguoy and on YouTube at Fit Vegan. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.